When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys have watched Sex in the City and are watching other things. I'm Corey Cavan. <laughs> I'm Kevin Doyle. My name is John C. Brown. I think we need to work. We need to workshop that one. A little yeah, bit. we do. It's it, you know we talked about when we started. We, we've we've said this before on the main feed, and if for some reason you you missed the last episode of the past couple ones, we've have, we have started a a movie watching club. The next phase of the podcast is that we are continuing the way that we watch sex in the city, which yep. we are watching rom-coms, mm-hmm. uh, some that have people from sex in the city in it, but also just other rom-coms, but we actually also just roms. We're also watching roms and mm-hmm. we're watching rom, rom trads. What are rom trads? Romantic Traditional tragedies? romantic movies. Yeah. Titanic. Oh, I, I, we, that's not on the docket, but it's like we we are watching some rom trads. We can watch some rom trads. We were gonna watch the we're going to watch the uh, the remake of Romeo and Juliet, a total rom. That is such a rom trad. Is rom? That's the original rom trad. Is rom trad a new word or is that like a real? I just made it up. He's dude. Rom trad is great. Yeah, rom trad yeah. will take off. We're doing rom coms. We're doing rom trads. Yeah, we're doing um rom Are we gonna do any rom sads like Blue Valentine? But yeah, we can do a rom sad. I mean, uh, Casablanca is we're, kind of a rom sad. Kind of I don't know. We're doing we're doing rom Ray Rama- Romero, <laughs> Ray rom- <laughs> romantic <laughs> George R. Romero films. <laughs> no, sorry, I meant to say rom Ray, Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're doing Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, that's a yeah, romantic. Yeah, yeah. That's the next. It's a rom Ray rom rom Ray rom. Um, yeah. We're doing uh, rom rom calming of age. Films, oh, uh, that'd, well, that'd be, like, be that'd be super bad, right? Or, or any no, well, call me, call any me John Hughes name. movie, yeah, <laughs> any John Hughes movie, sure, or yeah. any or any movie where a guy jerks off into a peach. Yeah, that's Rom, Dude, that, James and the Giant Jerk Off Peach. <laughs> exactly. That took me out of the film when they, he did that because I was just like, oh, I gotta try that. That took me out of the film and into a fruit store to do that, <laughs> and then I came back into the theater. We're um, doing we're doing the best movie. We're doing the best yeah. romantic films of all time. Yes, we're doing the best romantic films of all time, um, and those are going to be the greats. Here, the greats, and those are going to be here, but they're also on our Patreon for even more of them and for video of them. Mm-hmm. So it's we're we've, we're in our new world order of the Bradshaw Boys. Ooh yeah, but and, and if you're new. Thank you so much for joining us through the and just like that. We hope that you have gone through our entire catalog, 190 yes. episodes. But if you haven't, mm-hmm. for some reason, mm-hmm. we wanted to offer up a suggestion of our of our favorite five episodes that we've ever done. Yes. Things that get lost in the feed. Things that get lost in the feed. And this is so we can record, get a head start, get a nice little buffer zone of these movies. We're recording those movies right now. And so we want to offer up 
some solid recommendations of required listening of the yeah. Bradshaw Boys. We want to take a little walk down memory lane. And this episode in particular was one of probably my favorite, some some of my favorite moments of recording the Bradshaw Boys. I, I was drunk when yes. we recorded this. Oh, nice. I was, I was going to set the scene. <laughs> Josh, Har- Josh, our friend Josh texted me. Yep. And uh, just when we were recording this anyway, and actually he was the one that took me out to Buttermilk Channel in Brooklyn. Yep. And he just kept on buying me drinks, and I just showed up. Well, I met both of you at the bar that you were at before we went, because you were like, hey, I'm at this bar with Josh. And I was like, oh, great. And I got there, and I was like, oh, no, we're about to go record. See, the and new – we have, we have cameras now. Yeah. Um, and so a good reason to subscribe to the Patreon is so you can see the face that Corey <laughs> made when he showed up and just saw me fucking hammered when we were about to record two episodes two that episodes. night. And I just remember you walked in. And you were just like, hey, just like, like kind of scolded. I could tell it was like, a, it's not. Who was the first person we ever recorded with? The first one that night? Yeah. We recorded with Amy Lee that night. And then Mark. And then Mark. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a banger. And and, and, and and I think you had a beer while we recorded with Amy. Because we I think the second half of Amy's interview, we were all were like, yeah, we'll have and a drink. She brought really good whiskey. She brought really good whiskey to give us, yes. And yeah. I, she brought that co- the Kofi the whiskey. Nick a Kofi. Nick a Kofi. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to have a beer in between. And co- I remember. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, I remember. Corey's like, I think you're okay for now. I cut him I cut him off and took it away from him. I'm such, like, a, right, I'm such a dad he sometimes. But this is before Mark. Mark has gone on. Yeah. To this is this the, is. I, I guess Ozark was out at this point, or was it not? I don't know if Ozark it was, was out. It was out. It was out. Okay. It was for sure out. It was it, out, but it, it's, it hadn't exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. I, I I hear people talk about Ozark all the time now, and when I say, "Oh, you know the guy that played the FBI agent," people are like, "Oh my gosh, yes!" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's our friend Mark." Uh, it's. At this point in time, when we recorded this. I don't think as many people would yeah. have known that, but like he's now since he was on Curb recently, and oh, an amazing so Curb episode. Yeah, he plays a KKK member that Larry David spills coffee on, <laughs> yes. hit the robe yeah. in Curb. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. He was in the he was in the uh, the Outsider, the Outsider, the huge HBO mm-hmm. uh, uh, Stephen King, thing. and then so he was in Black Mirror with Miley Cyrus. My, yep. So yeah. he's done a lot of things. He's one of the best dudes. Yeah. He's so such funny. a kind, funny, great actor. He deserves all this success. Yeah. And he plays very dramatic roles. I guess the curb thing gives it away, but he's so fucking he's funny. He's so awesome. funny. This just, episode's so funny. Yeah. He uh and also this episode is so interesting. We talk about it in the episode because he was like, I would have played this guy. Oh, he knows Stradamus is so hard. Yeah, he's like, I would have played this guy had I been in New York when this was shooting and then something happens in the episode where we find out his he has a very strong connection to this episode. Yeah. It's, it's such great. a good episode. Yeah. Such a good episode. And so, I, I wasn't drunk enough to forget it. I was drunk <laughs> enough to enjoy it the whole time. So um so sit back, enjoy this episode and uh make sure to check uh, out our future episodes while we dive into the movie club. Yep. Yeah. Hop on, check out our Patreon, see if it's something you'd be interested in sign up for, and we'll see no, you there. No, no options. Okay. Don't like go don't like see it and think you like check it out. We, uh, go sign up. Go sign up. Go ah! sign up. Use app, use Apple Pay and just sign up. Just fucking sign up. Come on, Patreon. we just spent all our money. We need new shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Enjoy later, the episode. Taters. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch the way through Sex and the City for the first time ever. Mostly, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber, and today. 
Kevin. We're here with a Who great with? guest. Oh, man. We're we're really excited about our guest. Ladies and gentlemen. From the TV show Ozark and Corey's many other things. roommate. <laughs> Mark Machaca. Hello, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I said, right when Mark came in, I said, Mark was the first person to ever give me beard product. I and did. my wife thinks you have. I, I, um, it was the badass beard balm. I've still got some in my pocket. Yeah? I need it, yeah. You only have a little bit of scruff right now, though. I know, but it's, it's to... just good for just to just to moisten the skin. You put it on there even with just a little scruff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I did yeah, not I know that. Yeah, I it all the time. Do you ever do beard oil? Because I do beard oil on a little bit of scruff, but then if you ever put your phone up on your face, you get an yeah. oily screen. Uh, I used to do beard oil. I used to do beard oil comb it through let it sit for a minute and then do beard balm uh that's how you're supposed to do it's it balm when you like got a cream well it's it's like a like a balm like a balm and you had one of one of the best you had an iconic beard i would say an incredible beard how long did it take you to grow your ozark beard for when you were on ozark um uh, i started probably in june and then i started shooting middle of august Okay. <laughs> that's but then they let yeah, but they but they let they let it grow throughout the show too. So okay, so it's getting longer. I think this has been like four years. <laughs> <laughs> you're just yeah, because your your beard just comes in like as a beard. I I did notice when I gave you a hug that like those hairs just kind of stick they out. Just do they whatever just, they want. I knew why. It's because I only do the oil. I need to do the oil and the balm. And okay. the balm. Yeah, yeah we'll I'm going to do that tomorrow after my shower. Do you do, do you, it post shower? Obviously, post shower. Yeah. Do you do it? Uh, what if you like shower the night before, and then you wake up in the morning? Do you do it in the morning too? I do it in the morning. Yeah. All right. But you, it, you I mean, I, I carry it with me all the time, so I'll do it throughout the day. I love that. Is yeah. it make it grow faster, or is no? It, it just makes it smell good. God, what a good move. Yeah. Okay. Move. Here's a question. Yeah. You're the first person that we've had on the podcast. That has been cast on a television show on HBO. HBO being this the network that carries the subject of this podcast, Sex in the City. Right. Oh, that's because you true. were on the TV show Generation Kill. Yeah. Which was an HBO show, right? Yeah. Which yeah. I did some research. It's not the same casting director as Sex in the City. But I have to say, <laughs> was Generation Kill on at the same time as Sex in the City? What I don't know. I've never seen. Sex Did you what, ever audition what, for Sex in the City? No, never auditioned for it. What years was Generation Kill on? 06? No, it was on 08. Okay, so you that's fucking that's... know that there are people around HBO just being like, man, two years earlier with Mark, and he would have yeah, been. You a... would have crushed. I do on feel HBO. like had you lived in New York at that time, you would have one hundred percent. You would have one hundred percent been a storyline of one of the women yeah. on Sex in the City. Like a cougar storyline. Yeah, you would have been. Yeah. They would have been the cougar to you. Yeah. Like you would have been a young guy. Samantha Samantha would have picked him up at like a rodeo or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And then just like, I'm just not, I'm not your typical cattle, am I? And she's like, no, you're not. But finally I got my lasso around you and you're like, and then just more of those puns. Yeah. She'll be like, I'll be your roadie ho. Roadie ho. And then she'd be like, ride him cowboy. Well, it's funny because I usually... Uh, when I go to auditions, I usually take my ropes with me. <laughs> it's funny. I've noticed you walking out of the building yeah. to, with your ropes. And I've been like, that's weird. You're getting on the subway with all those ropes. I did. I did take my rope to an audition one time. It was for Red Dead Redemption. Wait, for real? Yeah, for the first one. 
And I got because it said they said that they needed some people who could rope. And you're like, wait, I, what was it for? It was for Law and Order he, SVU. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't even auditioning. He just came to show his rope skills off. Oh, wait, Red and Dead then, Redemption isn't that a voice acting thing? Or is it like motion full? capture too? It's motion, motion, oh, it's capture, motion capture. Yeah. Okay, you met him today. Do a little mocap. Motion and, capture. I did meet him today. That's true. Okay. Little mocap and uh, voice for Red Dead Redemption. Were you? So, you uh, were you in one and two? Yeah. Oh, nice. So did you do? So what was the roping like in the audition? Well, so I I was living in Gramercy Park at the time, and I I I went full. Uh, I went. I did the whole the whole deal. I put my hat on. <laughs> boots and jeans and i walked down i walked from my place down to soho and i'd be like hey you know where you know where 23rd and park is and people uh, literally it was, it was it was kind of an experiment and people <laughs> gave me the the wildest directions and i was like on broadway like it was it was the easiest directions to give but some people had no idea and then oh it's so funny and they, who worked, who lived and worked here. Like there were yeah, people yeah. outside smoking a cigarette. And I was, I went up and I was like, you tell me how to get here. And they'd be like, no, nah, they'd send me some other direction. Oh but anyways, God. I took my, I had my rope with me. And so I go down there and I go into the audition and there's a guy with like, he's like a trick. He, you know, he, he does rope tricks. Mm -hmm. like so jumps, he's got, jumps in and yeah, jumps he's out. Got the, and I was like, this fucking guy, not, <laughs> like, he didn't know how to rope. He can do, he can jump in and out of yeah. the rope, but, and then I had to, and then I had to he go. He probably on took and, a cab there too. The, I had, I don't know, whatever they put out, I roped some, whatever object they had Casting sitting director. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> in turn, run. <laughs> so anyways. But you got it. I got it. And you I know what that guy's doing? And then in the, in the actual, in doing it. I, that's why I was so excited about doing it because I thought I was going to be roping the whole time. And then it ended up being maybe like 15 minutes of, of roping of, of the the whole thing that I did. Uh -huh. um, it was the, the most minor part of the job. <laughs> and, it, and I worked I worked on it for like a week. And it was like 15 minutes of roping. Could you told Jeez. could you have told me just not to work on that? Yeah. Okay. I think it's wait, just whatever gets I, I, you in the door. So yeah. if you are in, if you're casting yourself on Sex in the City, what's your storyline? You meet Samantha. Samantha, who who is Samantha? Samantha's, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. She's the older, oh, yeah. the older, oh, she, yeah. more sexual. Yeah, she's sexual forward of the four. Definitely my type. So yeah. what's yeah. your so what's your storyline? You right write up it yourself. my alley, as they would say. <laughs> what's my storyline? Yeah. What's your storyline? Uh. Stroll into a bar, belly up, and uh, <laughs> and then look over and I see her and she sees me. And I say, uh, I'm not going to make you do this, but if you want to get me a drink, <laughs> I'm open to talking to you. <laughs> see, I picture, I picture like this. Samantha was outside on her lunch break when a cowboy was looking for directions to the motion capture studio. And it's just Mark walking down the streets yeah. being like, and then he says, I'm not going to make you do this. Hey man, but I don't know if you do you know where 23rd and Park is. <laughs> and then it's just him. It's her running across the screen naked and him lassoing her down. Cut yeah. to a Starbucks bathroom. Yeah. And then she finds out at the end. She's like, so what's it like being a cowboy in New York? And he's like, I live in Gramercy. What? <laughs> I'm not a cowboy. She found out he was just an actor. Yeah. Um, no, I probably, that would have been a good that would have been a good. Pick out be it. I, I think be the like, whole thing. I'm not gonna like, make, hey, 
if you want to just like take a little, just start skipping a little bit. I'll, let me see if I can rope you. Yeah, I I bet some. If I can, you owe me a drink. You owe me a drink. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I feel like that would just work in life for yeah. you. You could just go up to any woman and say that. Yeah, Kim Cattrall, man, she would. Be, I, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> have you what what is it like? Have you ever done any? like nude or sex scenes like what's it like actually on set because they have a lot of these is there anything just like that's uncomfortable on set where you're like oh wow like this is because everyone watches that being like it's so hot or that must be so weird what's it like have you had any scene that's odd to do like that um well i had a couple of things back to back one time one was a movie about a, a sex therapist mm -hmm. and i was her main client and then like we end up falling in love and then end up having sex and um nice uh but she, brooke and i were like we kind of hit it off from the start I, like our what happened was we met maybe a day i don't know a few days before we started shooting had a drink with the director and then the first day we had to be like completely naked together wow uh i mean you know you have peeny out i had the commando on okay it's called a, the commando which is the like the cock sock yeah it's yeah. cock sock that like snaps shut it's a good time and, to say mark is an actor um <laughs> did we say that already yeah yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah okay no, he just yeah. wears the commando around <laughs> and so uh brooke was like why don't we just get this out of the way and we went and we were in shooting in a hotel and we had everybody leave the room and we we're in our robes and then we just said one, two, three, and we dropped our robes and we were just like totally naked in front mm -hmm. of each other. Wow. And started laughing uncontrollably. Oh about my goodness. Two seconds after we did it. And then, but then it was fine. Huh. Like once we did the sex scenes and I, it was the, the, well, yeah, we did the sex scenes and it was fine. And we had, a, we had, we would do it and, Whatever happened happened, and then after, like when they called cut, we just like lay down and start laughing. And yeah, mm -hmm. was that the first things you shot? Because it seems like a lot of times they do that; they shoot that earlier. They're like, Let's it was, get yeah, it was the first first thing first scene. Well, not the sex scene, but we were like in the shower, and she was supposed Farting. to be. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, she was supposed to be. Um, working the commando. Yes, working the commando. <laughs> Um, and finally the director was like, I need you, like your hand movements can't be that, like, that long. <laughs> <laughs> you would need a real penis to actually make it realistic girls. It's like, that's hilarious. Yeah. But then I did a, I did a, a pilot right after that. Um, and I, and I approached the girl that I was doing the scene with and I said, Hey, I just want to know, I want, I, I want to like whatever is fine with me and i just want to know what you're comfortable with and she goes and this was like a stark contrast to what i just finished with uh brooke <clears throat> she goes um oh what would my husband say oh my god <laughs> and i was like okay you've already killed everything yeah <laughs> and she was needed. like just don't touch here and i was like you just motion fine. across your chest yeah yeah and uh anyways it did not they ended up shooting the pilot over again and he, like completely with 
like new cast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so it never, you won't ever see it. That, that makes me like hearing this. I had never thought about Kim Cattrall's character mm-hmm. who's basically doing a different sex scene every single episode with a different guy. Like she's a freaking pro like to be that comfortable and to just like do that week after week after week. Like that's, she's, yeah. she's got some chops. Yeah. I, I would like to try it with her. Yeah. Just to see if it, if we're at the same level. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like that. That's why I feel like we got to revamp the show. Kim. We revamp the show. Kim. Kim, you listen? If you're listening. Kim. Kim, you listen to me? Because <laughs> I will tell you. I will say this. I will say this. If we, we need to do a Patreon episode, an extra episode of the show where we can just get you and Kim Cattrall on the phone together and we just do a reading of the scene of what it would be with the two of you guys together. We could try, we could try and actually make that happen. We'd have her call in here. Dude, that would be amazing. I think we could. Okay. You think we can get we, Kim on a call in? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I believe into it. I believe in it. I, I think she's probably an incredibly nice and generous person. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. I think From so what too. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question. What's your relationship to the show Sex in the City? How many episodes would you say you've seen? Zero. Awesome. Really? Zero. Really? Never seen This it. is your first episode. Yeah. Well, you are in for a treat, my friend. Real quick, how how long have you lived in New York? Uh, 16 years. 16 years. All yeah. right. So uh, you were here when that show was around. I right? think so, because I think yeah. they stopped airing in 2004, 2005. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but I, I, I came here and I just went to study and I did not. <laughs> you you went into the craft of acting. I went to the, the craft. school of yeah. life, as they call yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But it'll be, it'll be interesting to hear your, because that's longer than all of us have been here. And it'll be interesting to hear your perspective on what the city was like 16 years ago versus what it's like now. Cougars stay the same. Cougar states. <laughs> All right, what's the name of the episode? From the craft of acting to craft services, my life. Lee Strasberg says cougars stay the same. (laughs) If you look Uh, at Meisner Technique, one of the main tenets is cougars stay the same. Like the water and the wind. They stay the same. <laughs> we, I, John's finding what episode it's. Uh, All right, so we have what goes around comes around. There you go. What goes around comes around. Let's go watch it. All right. Episode 47. What goes around comes around. Carrie decides that she must clear herself of bad karma and that she must talk with Natasha about her affair with Mr. Big. Miranda dates a gorgeous NYPD detective and becomes self-conscious about her own looks. Unhappily married Charlotte struggles with her lust for a hunky gardener, and she and Trey decide to separate. Samantha meets another, Sam Jones, who turns out to be an NYU student and a desperate virgin. And now, back to the boy. What comes around goes around. Switch it. Just make sure you were listening. What comes around goes around. That was yeah. the name of the episode. That you guys, that a lot of crazy stuff happened that episode. You know, that was my I, episode. Oh, the, I know. That's what I want to talk about right out of the gates. A lot of times, these these guest bookings go months in advance in preparation, and then sometimes you happen upon a little bit of magic that you could not control because we had a cancellation. 
We reached out to Mark. Mark's Mark accepted. And in- this episode is... It's Ma- the episode I should have been in. It is yes. the episode you should have been in. It's fucking crazy this happened. We were just talking yeah. earlier about what what you what your character would have played. It was that guy. It was that guy. Yeah. Not so, all, in, No, it's not just that guy. Well, you, yeah, I mean. Without us prompting it, we were like, dude, how much is that you? And then what'd you say? Yeah, I mean, explain what you did. I texted the guy who it was. I, <laughs> I ended up knowing the guy who played the part. That's so funny. Dude. Uh, has he gotten back to you yet? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's oh, a guy. Man. It's a guy who. So it's weird because the guy that Samantha, there's a guy named Sam Jones and Samantha's name is Sam Jones and he's in college and she decides the only way to like mitigate them having the same name and people getting them mixed up. It's for her to sleep with him. But at the time, he's probably like an early 20s actor. Yeah. And that was like right before you'd moved to the city to start yeah. your acting career. It was yeah. 100% how, you. how old would you have been in 2001? No, 1999 is when that is when they recorded. No, no that, was, that was when they America recorded, was. recorded yeah. in 2000 or 2001. So 2000, how old are you? Uh, I oh, sorry. Do you not? 20... I didn't mean to. No, no, no. Okay. 20... Early 20s? 19 years ago? Yeah. 20. Wait, 19. Uh, yeah, 24. Okay. So that would have been. I mean, and I bet. That was not you. very hard math to do. And I just made it real hard. I'm no, the same that would have been. Packs, thank that you. You, could, you, could, <laughs> you couldn't. Sponsored by you couldn't be in the Sex and the City episode because you were getting your master's in mathematics at <laughs> Texas right. A&M. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy. I mean, and also the way that you would have looked when you were 20. You're like a fresh faced 24 year old actor. You would have totally. That was completely. Yeah. You, 100%. With, with the Southern accent and everything. Yeah. yeah. And you he said that guy had a. I mean. You said he had a fake Southern accent because they were probably just like play a play a dumb Southern guy. But you yeah. have a you have a you have a genuine Southern accent. Yeah, it was one hundred. It was your part completely. That and was, it was that with Kim Cattrall. What's that? It was you and Kim Cattrall. It would have been you. And I know. Kim. Oh man. I know. Kim, I want to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you, uh, she's not going to hear that. <laughs> that that is so wild. We talked about it before the episode. That dude's right in your wheelhouse. Oh man, that was crazy. And so, so let's 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 do it. Uh, We're gonna do a little podcast rather than a podcast, but it's already done Mm. because Steve's Steve's a casting director now. Yeah, yeah. Are we? Are we? we, What? uh, A little bit. You also worked with uh, Natasha before. Oh yeah, you worked with old Bridget Moynihan, Natasha. Oh yeah, yeah, on Blue Bloods. Yeah, it's fantastic. Which I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize that that was. Same person. Same person. She's in the family on Blue Blood. She's yeah. the same she's, person. Yeah. She used to be married to Tom Brady. But no, in yeah. the show on Blue Bloods, who was her husband? <clears throat> Wahlberg? Sure. No, Wahlberg's her brother. Okay. Yeah. The, and and Selleck's her dad. And then the the older guy is her grandfather. And then she has kids, which would make him their great grandfather. And if yeah. you do the math, it doesn't really add up. Yeah. Because her oldest daughter is in like in high school, and their great grandfather is still like a functioning guy that hosts dinner at his house every week every, without fail. Every week, <laughs> he's he's good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I did the math. A uh, little little tidbit about Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. So I showed about. up. I showed up the the day before I uh, before I started Blue Bloods. Uh-huh. I had I don't know. I had an audition for some 
it was an HBO show. Mm -hmm. It was like 70s cop. And I shaved down to a mustache. I had a pretty strong mustache. And anyways, I showed up to Blue Bloods with this mustache. And um, we kind of went back and forth. And I met, I went into hair and makeup, met Bridget. She was in, in the chair and we introduced. And then she finished up and left. And we were trying to get a hold of the director. And he ended up, he wanted to shave my mustache. So anyways, I go to set a little bit later. And I walk up and I see Bridget. And I was like, I was like, hey. And she was like, to somebody, to the producer. She was talking to one of the producers. Mm-hmm. She goes, what, what happened to the mustache? And uh, she was like, that was a, it was a great mustache. What does Tom have a non-compete in his contract <laughs> or what? <laughs> funny. And it uh, turns out he does. Yeah. <laughs> he, Dude, he leads with that stash. I love watching that mustache do work on that show. You know, I mean, he's in our lifetime. He has changed his type from like full on sex symbol with a mustache to, to full on sex symbol with a mustache. Yeah. To, Yes. He's still doing it, but, man. But uh, but if we're going to talk about mustaches, Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott has a way better mustache than the, yeah. yeah, Sam Elliott doesn't Elliot's have a better iconic. mustache. He has the stash. If you said the stash, the stash if you were in the just he, said his Hollywood. His stash gets paid. Yes. Like oh, there's yeah. a separate check for his stash. Yeah, well, his, that, stash his stash actually has separate agents. Yeah. yeah that's like <laughs> yeah, a whole it's a different deal. agent. It's a whole yeah. different when agent. Was, different agency. You know that part of like. Whereas like John C. Riley had to be like, listen, like I'm John C. Riley, I can do comedy too, and then he does it and he crushes it. But Sam Elliott was like Sam Elliott before and after, but he's like, if I get this dash on, I can get a best best supporting actor nomination, and he did. Yeah, it was Sam Elliott just make the stash smaller, and he was the same character, and people were like, what a turn. Yeah, yeah. crushed it. Yeah, so well. good. And that when he drive when he throws the car in reverse, just cries and stars born. That right there is beautiful. I, I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, well, there's this part where he throws a car in reverse. Yeah, he cries. But his, <laughs> mustache, his mustache does some good work um, in it. Let's talk about the episode. Okay. Um, the through line of the episode was a string of, does a string of bad dates equal one good one? Is there such thing as relationship karma? Uh, and then we have the four women all having karma experiences. Uh, Miranda's, uh, has a string of bad nerdy dates and she finally gets a date with a hunk and, uh, she ends up, uh, getting self-conscious about Mm -hmm. him being better looking than her drinks too much and spoils that relationship. Samantha's storyline is great. She, her, her car, um, karma chain leads her to a virgin college student with the same name as her, Sam Jones. And she thinks it's her duty, nay, her obligation to uh, deflower this young freshman. And she does. That was me. Yeah. That should have been Mark. Um, Carrie. I want to save Carrie for last. Um, Charlotte. um, She ends up uh, cheating on Trey with the gardener um, to uh, the Riverdance theme song. I think is playing. That's in her what head. that was. Yeah, some, and then Carrie pulls what I would I would argue the most despicable thing Carrie has done to date in this show. Wow, she forces herself to sit down with the woman whose marriage she ruined to say that she's sorry, so she could feel better about herself. 
Horrible move. Horrible we, move. Can we start here for the conversation? Let's just start there. What? I, this is Wait, what hold I on. Ask. What was our, what was, did you give what our headline was? Yeah. The karma thing? Yeah, is there such thing it? as relationship karma? Okay, I gotcha. gotcha. So, Mark, John just said that was the most despicable thing Carrie ever did. It's up to date. To date. So, so, so I want to know how you felt when, when Carrie sat down, Sarah Jessica Parker, happy birthday, sat down and talked to Natasha. Did you know who Natasha was? Was that Bridget Moynihan? Uh, that was Bridget. Yeah. Bridget no, Moynihan. No, okay. So Carrie, <laughs> Carrie dated her husband for a little while. Then Bridget Moynihan and this, and this guy got married. And then Carrie fucked him for like a month. While they were married. While, While they were married. married. And then fucked him. And then she, Bridget Moynihan came home, chased after Carrie, and then ran downstairs and then fell down her stairs of her apartment and knocked her front teeth out. Oh, that's why. The, that was the tooth okay. line. Yeah, the tooth. And <laughs> yeah. And she, she was so concerned about not getting reborn as a slug that she imposed herself at the lunch to apologize i'm using air quotes i'm not really even sure if it was an apology because she was just doing it so she felt better about herself yeah and i don't know i thought it was pretty pretty gnarly what do you think mark um well i i just now putting this in context i thought uh i thought bridget Moynihan's response to her was pretty perfect yeah yes. absolutely um <clears throat> I, but Sarah Jessica Parker, she's just cute. That's kind of hard <laughs> to not. And she looks so fierce when she's walking. Well, yeah. And that was an yeah. iconic dress she had. That on was an iconic time. dress. The newspaper yeah. dress. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because whenever people hate on Carrie too hard, it's like it's kind of fine because I feel like a lot of times people spend all this time making Carrie into a likable person of being like I look at Carrie differently now. And like, it's like maybe she was the anti-hero that was the same as Tony Soprano on there being like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes a perfect babe fucks your husband and cheats on her husband. Because a lot of times people act like Carrie's better than she was. But watching this, it's like, that's pretty epic. Yeah. If you cheat, if you have an affair and you ruin a marriage, your response is just to do the Homer Simpson behind the bushes. Like you just gotta, you just gotta disappear from that person's life. I do. Yeah. I agree with that in the sense that it was the only, I think from a life thing, from a life thing, you can see someone being like, I want to apologize because I want to clear the air, which is, you know, like I get from you, like she probably felt guilt and all this stuff, but you're right. She was doing that to make herself feel better. Yeah. I feel like in the show, they, there's a thing where they could do that where it's like, oh, this could actually show how she's feeling. Like this could show the depth in her of how bad she's feeling. And then it also can make her look super flawed because she does this. So it's like the only other way to show like what was going on inside of Kara would be like an internal monologue or her saying it to someone else. So why not like raise the stakes and have her just go in and make a decision like that? Well, I think they could have had her show up to the restaurant, see Natasha and then turn around and do that slow walk without her going in there and ruining Natasha's and lunch. And then do and then doing like a monologue, um, of internal being like, monologue. I realized like, that I this realized. is how I felt, but I cared enough about her that I didn't want to tell her this stuff. Exactly, that would have been probably the better thing to do as a but person. But would you have done that? <clears throat> if I ever broke up, a, ruined someone's marriage, when I was the last time you did that? 
2003, I think. Oh, right, okay. right when you were, right okay, when you were moving right here. Yeah. I was in New York. <laughs> no, I've never, never ruined a marriage to I date. Was still green as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were just hooking up with Kim Cattrall in your dorm room. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, speaking of, I want to talk about Sam Jones hooking up with Sam Jones. Yeah. I we have a friend that dated a woman solely name? because they had the same Luck. name as each other. Wait, really? Yeah. Who was it? I won't give last names, but we had a Dylan who dated a Dylan solely because her name was Dylan. He wanted to hook up with a, someone with the same name as him. Was that a known thing as it was going on or was that no, like his it, undercover deal? No, he, he was very much like, I want to hook up with someone with my same name. Gotcha. I did that too. And that's why that's I, dumb. You know, yeah, Mark doesn't like it. That's why I had sex with Kevin McAllister. I did the worst like, joke we've had. You, on the there, there, there's, there's plenty of other things that you would potentially want to hook up with somebody because you had this something in common, but a name like yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to hook up with a girl named Mark. Yeah. I don't be, especially if it was spelled M A R K. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. The M A R K. M A R C. But no, like that would be weird. Yeah. I like dated for that to be the sole reason that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, not well, the name. The, I, like, dated, not a name. I, I dated a girl named Corey in the sixth grade. Really? We dated for like six weeks. You didn't date. You like, you <laughs> went with each other. We had exactly like, the scene that Sam with? Jones and Sam Jones had. <laughs> we had wild sex. And Tantric. Then, and then she was like, I love you. And I was like, honey, that's not love. That's sex. <laughs> and then we both turned our hall passes and went back to class. <laughs> no, yeah, we went, we, we like went together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't. Yeah, date. you didn't date. Yeah, we didn't you date. We were sixth grade. We were. We, it was. Probably, went. It wasn't even six weeks. It was like a week. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like six years. Though. You went. Oh my god! It still feels. It feels like a lifetime. <laughs> I have to text her. It feels like a marriage. I gotta can hold you, on. Can I gotta, you name? Can you name all of your uh, girlfriends or girls you went with uh, <sighs> from? I can try real quick. From Corey until now. From Corey till now. <laughs> yeah. Corey, one man's journey. Shelly. <laughs> First kiss, Shelly, hot. Shout out to Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. I wrote, I wrote a song, and Shelly is in the first verse. Really? Shelly, she don't wear too many clothes. <laughs> I've, I've heard. Oh, mom and dad wore never too I've, clothes. I, it's, I've heard that song before. Yeah. You've, I've heard you play it. It's a yeah, good song. Yeah, I sang that about Shelly. It's about her. Did you Shelley. date a Shelly, or are you singing about Corey Shelly? singing about my girl. I'm, I'm singing about Corey Shelly. <laughs> hey. No, Cor uh, Corey, Shelly, Sabrina, uh, I don't Little know, bit Claire. Of Sabrina, by I, don't know, I can't name them all. She oh, Corey, Shelly, Sabrina, Claire, all, Holly, Holly. I went to prom with her. Uh, you Joanna. Ooh. And then we get into college. From Dude, there. you were wenting out with a bunch of people. Dude. But some of those were just, you know, whatever. Hey, listen. Hey, I'm a lover. <laughs> I'm a lover. Not That's a... My yeah. first girl that I went with was named Angie, and I really wanted to buy her a flower, but my parents went let her, so I bought her Gak instead. Have I told the story on here? <laughs> no. I think I have. You guys remember Gak? Yeah. I made like fart noises in the plastic. Yeah. 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 It's and like then she, putty. she like dumped me immediately, and I asked for my Gak back. But you know what? Got that shit back. I feel like, though, that means you ended up in the right relationship now. Because if you gave your wife Gak, even she if she wasn't into it, back. she'd be like, oh, John gave me some Gak. She yeah. would think it's so cute. 
You hear also, that? Also, I want to clarify that some of the women I named, I went to prom with one of them, so we didn't really go together. We just went to prom together. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get letters on this podcast saying you said we dated when we didn't date. Also, <laughs> no, you, you just, just went. You we went. Just went. I went I'll, to prom with two. Of them. I will say this about this episode: there is a thing when you live in New York. It seems like every two weeks on the front page of the newspaper is some teacher having sex with some student. And it's when I was a kid, I feel like that never heard about that. And then it's like probably seven times a year. There's a story about like New York city teacher has sex with student. And I want to go back to high school and know that that was on the table. That's part of de Blasio's initiative for schools, right? To not fuck students. Oh, I thought it was that the teachers were supposed to have sex with the students. <laughs> he was like, we're going to do 80, 20 housing. And then we're going to have teachers have sex with students. That was his campaign promise. Yeah. Yeah. I just think I I think that dude had um, not you a talking lot. about Sam Jones. You talking about Sam, Sam Jones? Jones? He was in college he, though, right? It makes sense Sam that Jones? Sam Jones is What's your, your buddy, buddy. That you texted the, Sam Jones is the part you were supposed oh, to be. Oh, 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 oh. That's, That's just called Sam Jones Sam part. Jones. Mark's part from now on. So Mark's part. Mark's part. He had the fantasy that not just anyone like that is. There's entire '80s movies based on that. Yeah, he yeah, had of course. The, he had the best Sam Jones story yet. Yeah, yeah. If you were an eighth grade boy. Yeah. But he was in he was in college. He was right? a freshman in college. Freshman in college. Yeah. So you're 18 in college. Yeah. That, I know that, that happened to me at a, at a much later age. Like you had a Sam Jones dating experience? Right. Yeah. It was, was Miss Robinson. Thing. Really? Yeah. Will you like share it, it on the podcast? No, it's too long. All right. Right now. But you've had that but experience and you was, could have played the role even yeah, more yeah, strongly. Yeah. I mean, th- it, this was. Phew. 13 it was 13 years ago okay. 13 years ago um and i she would come to the restaurant that i waited tables at and one day she well the first time i met her it was this whole dramatic thing like it was, it was like midtown happening place and my manager i went and told my manager i was like this lady is very she's not happy with her table she probably did have, I mean, if you're worried about this kind of stuff, she had maybe the worst table in the restaurant because she would watch the waiters come in and out yeah, of yeah. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, but my manager was like, just throw some Texas charm on her. It'll be fine. I did. And the next time she came in, she calls me out to the table and she, she was with, I, I don't need to get into this story, but she, she was with, uh, this, this woman Parker. who was a, an heir to the Guggenheim. Oh, wow. Family, oh, geez. And her girlfriend. And it was, um, it was, it was a bit scant, not scandalous, but like this lady used to be Liz Smith's lover, who was, you know, the editor of page six or whatever yeah, for a yeah. long time. And, but, oh, yeah. but it wasn't oh, yeah, that yeah, known. Yeah. I was trying to keep up. And anyways, they, they, and at one point she was like, you should come to dinner with us. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm like, I, these are like grandmother figures in New York. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And then, it, and then you she one. did invite me to a dinner. Uh, I mean, it was more like one cocktails on at her house. 
meeting her dogs that were they were show dogs. Oh my gosh! And, you uh, you hooked up with Bunny and then yeah, you went to was it Bunny? Bunny is the, the, Bunny's no. the mom that Charlotte. did the cigarette in her mouth the wrong way. Yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. That, Trey's that was mom. Basically her. I mean, because she, she was a very uh, like. She's a very successful lady, and she was married at the time. I found it to, found this out like in the middle of this whole thing. Um, she was married to a somebody who owned a zinc mine. I mean, they were they were <laughs> ridiculously it sounds like an improvised wealthy. comedy yeah. podcast. She, it was her apartment was on eighty fifth and fifth. <laughs> at one point, it was on, when they got started getting a divorce, which happened. Which she told me she was going to. Which pause him. people that aren't from New York, that's 80, 85th is known as Zinc Mine Alley. That's all the money. <laughs> zinc, yeah. Is from Zinc Mine. <laughs> no, but her her like rooftop like looked over onto the Met and like Jeez. it was this two story place. Jeez. Anyways, um I I found out like at the end of dinner that what the intentions what her intentions were for that night when i had to take her home she was wasted oh my god and i i was like i thought okay i if, if we can go back i did say these were kind of like grandmother figures so i'm mm -hmm. like holding the backs of her arms like walking oh. into her apartment she tells me to lie to the doorman and be like just tell him you're a nephew and i was like okay and then we got up and then um i went to help her throw up and then oh. she she blocked it she basically blocked the doorway and uh her clothes started coming off oh her shoes came off until she was 100 percent Megan <laughs> and but she had and but she had uh yeah I mean she took everything off but in front of me like I could not get around her in the door like in the doorway and then um she laid down on the bed and she said just screw me screw me screw me oh my not gosh. lying I, I uh, in oh. a very drunk voice but that was my Miss Robinson moment oh her. my gosh like this this episode is so perfectly crafted for you to be here. This is insane. You have like a real life, yeah, a real life version of it. And I, like, I mean, that's I think where the saying comes. The saying, one in the pink, two in the zinc, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, one of the best lines of the night was she was she said, "Well, I'm going to go downstairs and uh, freshen up." Oh man, and. I'm going to have Christina. I think that's that was her like assistant's name. Office daughter, as she called her. Oh, my God. Uh, she gosh. was like, I'm going to have Kristen um, show you the roof. And da, 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 da. And, I, and I was like, okay. I was starting to get a little bit. I didn't know what. I was like, couldn't believe what was going on. Mm -hmm. So and I, yeah. I kept. And then I'm like, just like walking with my head down. I'm going to go out on the on the roof and be like, I, cause this girl, Kristen's like 23. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I didn't think that I was coming up here for this. And, uh, as we're walking out, she, she goes, Oh, Mark, I turn around and she's, I came to New York with a hundred dollars. <laughs> All of this could be yours. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, and then we went oh my God. Mufasa. Uh, that's uh, all, 
All of this could be yours. All the light touches. All the light touches will be yours. <laughs> what about the Bronx? Don't look over there. Wow. But that's funny because like seeing the seeing the storyline that you should have been in, your part in the show, and hearing that story, it's funny to think of how many times that actually happens around New York. Or I guess in like bigger cities like New York and LA and stuff like that, that there is some woman that's like, this could all be yours. Mm-hmm. If you just there was one time that I had a friend who they held a <clears throat> they held a screening of a movie. This direct this directing team who directed these big comedy movies, they wanted my friends to like do something with their movie. And they flew out this one assistant to sh- to screen the movie at my friend's apartment with all their like comedy friends. And they were like, it'll be a fun night. We'll pay for all the drinks and buy you guys food. And you can watch it and see what you want to do to like make a thing to help promote our movie. So I went and hung out and the assistant was a little bit older than all of us. And she was just like, yeah, I'm here from LA. Like this is fun to be with all you guys. And she proceeded to just drink so much. (laughs) She drank like two bottles of wine herself. And then at the end of the night, I lived in Harlem in Manhattan, John. Um, I lived in Harlem way uptown. We were way out in Brooklyn and everybody lived out there and they were like, well, she's staying by Central Park. And my friend was like, dude, just jump in her car with her. So you don't have to take the train back to Brooklyn. And the whole way back in the car, she just, she took both her hands and put my hand in hers. And she just kept being like, so Corey, tell me about you. Let's talk about you. What do you want to do? What do you want to do with everything? Oh my gosh. And then at one point I was like, Hey, listen, it, I, I should probably go. I'm just going to get out. And she was like, so do you like boys? Is there a boy that I can introduce you to? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not like, it, it's, it's fine. I just, I, I need to go home. And she's like, okay, what do you want to do? Wait, you don't like, you don't like boys. I love boys. The Bradshaw boys. I love the Bradshaw <laughs> boys. I love men. But then we got out of her hotel and then she was like, we're gone upstairs. And then finally the guy kept looking at me and I was like. I like that she turned into a Chicago sports fan. She, did, she, turned, into, she turned into Bill We're Schwartz going upstairs. We're, we're going to have upstairs. some beer. Upstairs. Going upstairs. Going and we're going to watch and, uh, the Bears. Uh, <laughs> we're going upstairs. Pull out, I, your de- uh, pull out your dong there. You got a hot dog. I see the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. But I made it out. But I wonder how many times that happens all the time. It's oh, probably happen. all the time. All oh, the time. I, think, I think it happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about the Miranda storyline. The Miranda dating out of her league. Okay. Um, it which took me by Miranda? surprise. Miranda's Redhead. Cynthia Nixon, redhead, who goes on the date oh, with yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah, and then yeah, she yeah, gets yeah. insecure yeah. that he's She's a lawyer. better looking than her. Um, as someone who, like, married way out of my league, uh, I can understand the sentiment. Yeah, you guys are both like not. I know it's true. I know it's true. I remember you um, posting Instagrams. That no, you she's. She, let's get down. Let's get down to it. <laughs> she was. She was. She's way sexier than he is. He's. He's a Ooh. very good looking dude. Yeah, no doubt about it. But he's kind of like vanilla good looking. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, granted, if I was as good looking as him, I would. I would be happy. But I'm not. <laughs> so let's get but, into that. But it is kind of he's kind of a va- like vanilla good looking dude. When yeah. you said, hold on, let's talk about this. I thought you were totally going to be like, John, your wife's not that attractive. Like You're, you're way better than I was. John, like, you didn't marry out of your league because I did. And at, be, at best, it's even. Come on, dude. Not even close. But I no, agree with you. He was he was like your standard like he's like your classic classic like fireman. Uh, and yeah, well, I think. Classically handsome guy. Yeah. Not which only, I learned earlier. I don't but I think am not. I don't think he would have turned he wouldn't have turned heads the way that um 
she perceived the heads being turned. Like yeah. people wouldn't have like fumbled over him and the waitress wouldn't have like flirted so aggressively and the bartender, like he was fine, but he wasn't like going to be causing people to stumble. Right. Yeah. Right. I think he's, yeah, I think he's attractive. But we but. have, we have seen that in this world. You have seen those times where you're out and you're like, these yokes are definitely not even like that man or woman is way better looking than their partner. Well, my yeah, question kicking out of your coverage is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it. and yeah. you, you kicked out of your coverage. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I know these two gentlemen have as well. And so <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done it. Um, but what, what are your, like, I don't know. Have you, have you guys ever had a time where you've just seen it and been like, this is, this is absurd. Usually Wait, for me, it's like a couple together. Yeah. Usually for me, it's like, you see like a really old guy and who's just like out of shape. And then you see some like super hot Brazilian model with them. And you're like, I know what's happening here. Yeah. Like it's I've just, seen that. it's the, the money bridge is building is, is build bridging the gap here. Yeah. Right. I've totally, that's usually what it is. I've totally seen that. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen it flipped. I'm trying to think if I've seen an older, like powerful, sexy woman with like a younger guy that's just all looks were you there uh, were you there did i not just tell you yeah were you, no, were you there with the night that mark, mark was mark, mark just told me that story i forgot yeah. about that yeah all looks all yeah. looks bro i'm not gonna say her name though because i don't i uh, that'd be rude don't do it don't do it it was rosie o'donnell <laughs> rosie o'donnell <laughs> wanted to be on this podcast mark just nodded his head when john said that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, all this could be yours. All this could be yours. <laughs> all this could be and yours. And then she shot a koosh ball out. <laughs> just shot a, a big... <laughs> Man, if... For those of you that don't remember, Rosie O'Donnell used to throw koosh balls into the crowd at her show. John, right? hit it. You... Dude, that koosh ball shit. We also need to get a, a hold of O'Donnell. Let's show this, I, we this do. clip. Hey, we need to... Wait, what... Uh, Okay, okay, Rose. Rosie Bar. O'Donnell show. Ro not Roseanne Barr. <laughs> no, no. I was <laughs> Roseanne Barr. Liberal. <laughs> well, no, I, I just read an article about her today, and I was like, if she could just like stop for a second, Roseanne. Yeah, if she could just yeah. chill, she's yeah. pumped the brakes a little bit. Hey, real quick, because Carrie got mugged. John, yes. you you said something either in like a group text or something the other day about you getting held up at gunpoint one time. Yeah, oh, our producer Jeremy scared you on the street. Yeah, and you said that was the scariest. That's scarier than the time you get held at gunpoint. When did you get robbed at gunpoint? Um, I actually was I was in jury duty today, and I was talking about this with the judge. Um, God, I got mugged break. or I got attempted mugged in the summer of 2012. It was in Lefferts Garden. And I was walking um, on Ocean Avenue to like a deli and a guy just walked up and pulled out a gun and like kind of showed it to me and was like, give me your key or give me your like wallet and your money. And I didn't process what was happening. And so I treated him like someone just asking me for money. <laughs> and I just went, no, thanks. And I just kept walking right past them into the store. And I was in the store and I was like, Oh my god! That like I like had a uh, you know a freak out, and I like chilled in the store for like ten minutes, and I think he like he went away. But I think both of us didn't expect that reaction. Yeah, he definitely did not expect me to just like walk past him and say no thanks. Yeah, and I obviously didn't. You don't know how to respond when that happens. But I didn't process it all. Yeah, but the guy in the episode like pulled it out and pointed. At her. Yeah. He just like showed it to me. You know, so 
That's why I, I don't know. I, I don't think he was seriously going to shoot me. It was like there's tons of other people around, and but I didn't think about any of that. I just you know treated him like someone asking for change in the subway. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm sure he didn't expect it at all. I right. got I got caught in a crossfire one time in 2008 in Hell's Kitchen, and we were walking down the street, and these guys got in a fight, and a guy pulled out a gun, and he just started shooting, and he shot across the street to I was with my friend Josh and a girl I was dating another friend and we split up and they ran ahead and got in the building. But Josh at the time was not working. And so all he would do was stay at home and watch shows about like murder investigations, like 24 hours on ID and shows like that. And so once the guy started shooting, we got behind a car and we called 911 and they were like, 911, what's your emergency? And I didn't know what to say. And because Josh had been watching murder shows, he knew exactly the breakdown. And he just went six foot two, black male, blue shirt, silver gun, baggy jeans. And he named off everything. And then they called him in. And he had to look at a lineup that night. That's so funny. Did he ID him? He didn't ID him. Oh, the guy got away. They, they, they found the bullet casings three weeks later. Wow. Yeah. It was, that was nuts. Have you guys ever been in a shooting? Yeah. Uh, no. When were you? Times Square. There was this guy that sold his CDs and uh, rap CDs. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy came up to him. We were working on the block in Times Square. I was passing out flyers. And someone came up and like, can I? He's like, you want my rap CD? And they're like, uh, police. And then he just started running. And he ran in front of the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. <laughs> and he turned around and just started shooting. I remember when that happened. Yeah. That, that's Raymond Martinez. I remember. And then he just got shot and killed in Times Square because he pulled out a semi. And you were there? Yeah, I was there. Did you see it? Yes. Whoa. Saw it all happen. I was getting paid, getting paid, passing out Broadway show flyers. You like comedy? <laughs> yeah. It was, I wasn't doing that, but those people were on our block too. I was passing, just passing out flyers. This dude just gets like Jacked. saw him like singing to girls and just ran, pulled out a gun, blasted it towards us. Ooh. Jeez. And then did he injure anyone? Did anyone get hit by his? No bullets? one got hit by his bullets. He had, oh, he had goodness. a, he had like an Uzi that got stopped. Oh my like, gosh. And then it just stopped. And then, and then we told our boss, we had to text our boss and just be like, Hey, uh, there's like a shooting going on in Times Square. So we're like hiding inside the McDonald's and he just takes babies like, all right. Give it five minutes and then get, get back, back to your block. And it was just like, wow, man, real world is beautiful. <laughs> not diamonds, I meant to say, <laughs> not beautiful. Um, Wait, who who were you with? Was there Martinez? Raymond Martinez. Oh yeah. Oh wait, he was the shooter. He was the guy. Yeah, he was the shooter. I don't. I don't associate with him. <laughs> my right. my last name is Menchaca. It's not Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Just letting you know. Um. Mark, we do a podcast within the podcast here at Bradshaw Boys. There's a oh. character from the show that you didn't see today, unfortunately. His name's Steve. Yeah. Do you know who, David, you know who the actor David Eigenberg is? No. He's on Chicago Fire? Probably so. Okay. That's Steve. Okay. There he is. Yeah. Yeah, we're big Steve fans, and so we do a why segment. Didn't you, why didn't you show Mark? You just showed John. Yeah, just John knows yeah. who Steve, Steve is. Dude. No, that's no, 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 not Steve. That's thing. that's oh, Martinez. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So okay. yeah, we do um, we do Steve talk where we talk about Steve or we we role play um, do you, a scene with Steve. Uh, where does this obsession come from? Oh, uh, okay. That's the first time from? anyone's asked. Hey, John, respond with the twenty second answer. Why don't we play? Uh, do you know him or no? Do you want to do this within an actual Steve talk? We think he's a great character. There's oh, just okay. he dangles. There's a lot of things to dangle. It's a favorite 
All right. Okay, there we go. Welcome okay, to Steve so what's Talk. The scene? Now now you in. you had an idea here. Oh yeah, what was your idea? What is it? I forget. It was like it was some it was Steve and uh I think it was Steve and Mark both uh auditioning for the scene of being Sam Jones, right? Yes. Okay, so Mark uh you were going to be auditioning for the part of Sam Jones who wants to fuck Kim Cattrall, Sam Jones. Oh yeah. All right. And the casting director, welcome to Eigenberg Studios. You're going to be auditioning for your role in front of Steve, who is a casting director around New York. And um, your casting director is on the mic right now, and he's calling you in for your audition. And uh, this, sir, is... um, Mark Menchaca and okay, he'll be auditioning are. for the role of okay, the um, Sam looks, Jones okay, college yeah. student. Oh, the headshot looks very good. This looks like a current headshot. Hey, Mark, thanks for coming in today. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, did you, uh, you, I took it, you look over the sides. I, I did. Tell me a little bit about yourself as an actor. What are you, uh, were you a drama guy, a comedy guy? Uh, I, I, I like comedy, but I, okay. I, I, I usually do drama okay dramatic so this scene is about a guy named sam jones who's going to be with kim cattrall he's going to be he's uh he's going to be making love to a woman named sam jones have Mm -hmm. you ever had any experience with the age difference um i i I have okay Uh, i I would say bring that to the read i'll i will say that i am attracted to uh, (laughs) older women Okay, so I'll say I'll say this not as a casting director, but as an acting coach. Use that, use that. Okay, take that in. Uh huh. Say the words back to me. Take that in. Take, take that in. Take that in. Take that in. And use that. And use that. And use that. And use that. Take that in. Take that in. And use that. And use that. Let's start the scene. Okay, I'm Sam Jones. Hi, I'm Kim Cattrall. <laughs> Let's start over real quick. So actually, this is the way the script goes, because you are also Sam oh. Jones. So we'll say, oh. I'm Sam Jones. I, I'm Sam Jones. There we go. Now we're just repeating again. Uh, you look like you're a, f- a freshman in college. Do you have a lot of experience with women? You look like you're a, a freshman in college. <laughs> Do you have a lot of experience? I think we I think we gotta book this guy. I think he just got the part. Oh, no. Yeah, I think you got it. <laughs> really? I think you got the part. It's a favorite. I love this business. Can... It's Steve Talk Miranda. Thank you. That was Steve Talk. Hey, wow. That was, that was great. great. I, I think that was you putting the glasses on. That was yeah. good. That was that very was artistic. Yeah, no, it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> it all made sense. I felt like that was that was Meisner technique we were doing, right? Was that was that we were repeating yeah. back yeah, to each other? A little repetition. Yeah. yeah. And um a little repetition and then I I mean you you kinda went I don't know, you went you you put a few things together. It wasn't just Meisner. That's yeah, well there's a few tools in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple couple, 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 couple tools, tools in the shed there. In there. Yeah, yeah. Um well, we also do uh, a Cosmo rating. We rate the the episode from one to five Cosmos. Now, That's this true. is the only episode of Sex and the City you've ever seen. Right. So you have yes. a tab. You have a, a Tabula Rosa, a blank slate. Well, I I think I know where I'm going because 
I, number one, I love Kim Cattrall. Yeah, you do. And you. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Done. I mean that—that that is. I, I'm done. Perfect. I love that. Um. So this this uh, the Cosmo rating is brought to us by America's favorite vodka, mm, the best, Absolute Elix. That's right, Absolute, Absolute Elix. Elix. Time to drink some good vodka. Listen, if you want to, Mark, if I asked you right now. What's your favorite vodka cocktail? I uh, it's an absolute elex, um, straight up and dirty. There with we go. A little, little side of whiskey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Sponsored gr- by Absolute, absolute, absolute Elix. <laughs> Sponsored by Absolute Elix. Awesome. So go and to so, Absolute uh, website and get you some cocktails. John, go ahead. It was a side of whiskey, baby. <laughs> side of whiskey, baby. All right. We, uh, yeah, so we're going to, so the, since you're the guest, we, we want you to go, if you want, you sound like you already have your rating in mind. Do you want to go first? Oh, with this episode? Yeah. I mean. One to five Cosmos. You can also use. Dude, ha- I mean, I, you can wait, use, use half five being like, five being the best. Five one being, of the best things yeah, you've five. ever seen. The best whiskey. Cocktails. Five. Kim Cattrall. Five. 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 The first episode you saw is a five. Kim Cattrall, and I knew. Uh, and you knew. <laughs> I knew Sam Jones, the guy who got my part. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the perfect storm, <laughs> and we didn't even talk about that. Like this, it, it. If you listen to this podcast from the beginning. It seems like a setup. I know. It, it's like, not, totally not. It's, it's, and it was not a setup. No, it's you asked crazy. Us, while we were watching, you were like, did you know this was going to be yeah. the episode? Like, did you guys yeah. plan that we're watching this? No, no not at we all. Did not. No. We did not. We legitimately have never seen that episode. I've never even read a description of that episode. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Hi, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, five Cosmos. All right, boys. I, do you guys just want to go? Let's Don, just go. I'm I'm Let's gonna go. give this a, f- a five, Cosmo. Really? I am just because. Whoa! And and I was I was swayed a little bit by Mark, but just having that experience of watching this yeah. story unfold that was his part and him knowing the person. Plus, there was actually like some good stuff. There yeah. was like some Charlotte depth. Seeing Miranda wasted waking up the next day. Um, seeing Carrie like be full on the worst human being of all time. Seeing Samantha like meet that guy, fall in love, like him falling in love with her, her having to ghost him. That's what it's called, right? Oh, yeah. Like there was a lot of good stuff. I think without Mark, I would have given this episode, a four, episode like a four. But having Mark here it was just too fun to not give this episode a five. Five Cosmos all the way. Five Cosmos. I'm giving it a four. I have to be honest. I had no score for this going into it because it's it's been a long day. And it's been a fun day. And we already did an episode. And I was like, I don't even know what to give this. But I would say that we're back into it. Yeah. We're back in the business. Every story had stakes. Yeah. Miranda's had stakes because it's like, I feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to go hard with a firefighter mm-hmm. or with an attractive guy. He's not a firefighter. <laughs> he was a cop. I want to so, cook steaks with Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah. There you go. Those are the kind of steaks. It's, <laughs> this was a fun episode, and we are back in it, and and we got to get some steaks on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, me. <laughs> it was a fun episode. It was great. Corey. All right. I'm, you know what? I have a rating, but I think since Mark's here, I'm going, I'm going 4.75. Woo! 
Hey, yeah. it up there. Mark brings it out of us. I started at a four, but I'm going 4.75 because we could. We because keep, you're imagining me as Sam. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Well, if that's the case, then I'm giving it a six. But yeah. you can't write that. You can't write how good that no. was that you were here. And the Charlotte thing had a lot of depth with her making out with the gardener. And then and then her, she, she she's, she's on her husband. Yeah, yeah. she cheated on her husband. There's a the, lot going on. Then the Carrie so. thing, that was super selfish, but there was a lot of depth there. Saw some good humanity from uh, uh, Natasha. Mm-hmm. And then... Miranda getting Hamtown with the with the cop, yeah, and the whole and the whole thing about just Miranda being like everyone's staring at him because he's beautiful and no one's staring at me. When like I think Mar- what Mark is right, she's got she's got the spiciness and the real attractiveness. Yeah, yeah. Four point seven five. Awesome. Kim what a great control. <laughs> what a great episode, Mark. <laughs> Would do you do so? Where can we find you on social media? Do you do social media? Are you active? I uh, I I have a Twitter account. I don't do it much. I got rid of Facebook and Instagram, but I quietly okay got back on Instagram. Okay, oh, wow. I didn't even know that a week ago. All right, okay, but so now what? it's loud and clear. Followers: Mark Menchaca, M G Menchaca. Guys, hey. right? Get out there! Look at that. I'll tell you what. If you haven't been here yet, the Bradshaw Boys are. One hell of a good team. <laughs> Come on. You heard it there. Come on. Oh, uh, uh, man. We need uh, next time. Mark, if you come on again, will you bring your ropes? Yeah. Yeah. Will you uh, do some roping for I us? I would love to get some Instagram video. If we me, do a Kim Control episode, I just say we do. It's just, we're not even on it. It's just, it's just I, get to rope, I get to rope you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I got two ropes up here. <laughs> Two ropes. All I'll, right, give you the most, I'll, I'll give you the one that's the most worn in. It's got, <laughs> Dude, Mark's biography, two ropes and a commando. Two ropes Mark and Manchaca. a commando. Mark Manchaca, urban cowboy. All, all right. right. Thank, thank you all. Check us you, out dude. on iTunes. Give us uh, five stars. Give Go, us five Cosmos. Give us five Cosmos. Rate Go our, to Patreon. Get some extra eps. Yeah. Write a nice review. Watch Mark Say on good Ozark. Things. Spread the love. Watch Give Mark on this episode. Cosmos. All right. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, show you should say real quick before. Yeah. Before you end. Let's say it. Uh, I don't know if you did. You watch Random Acts of Flyness? No, but keep talking. <laughs> I I did an episode of that show, and it fucking blew my mind. Yeah. Random Acts of Flyness. Where can we watch Flyness it? on HBO? What do you know? The episode name you're in? No. Okay. Do you, uh, Random Acts of Flyness. Uh, Everyone has IMDb. Look at Mark Machaca yeah, and, and, and watch watches Random Acts, Random Acts of Flyness episode. That, I, I will say that episode is is particularly good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Paul Sparks was the lead of it. It's it's kind of an like, anthology kind of series. So. Cool. Uh, watch it. Yeah. Awesome. Random Acts of Flyness. Random Acts of Flyness. Flyness. Wait, how did I plug that? Pax. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Pax. Thank you, Pax. Brought to you that, by Pax. Brought to you by Pax. Is, Before we go. Is marijuana legal? Thank you for random packs of flyness. Oh. Random packs. All right. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. And Love y'all. Cut. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, Tip your glass. Thanks for listening.